Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there are no answers to the many, many questions posed by Congress. There was one befuddled gentleman in front of <laughs> All right, this is episode 480, guys. We got to talk Mueller, right? Yeah, let's talk it, about Mueller. What a fucking train wreck debacle waste of fucking seven and a half hours that was. There's like there's like two or three moments that I really thought were worthwhile yeah. and good to hear. Yeah, out of seven and a half hours. But I will, I will say that like the other stuff that the Republicans got him to say, or at least, you know, they got to say out loud and we'll use as talking points. Yeah. It's, completely. It's a, it's a disaster in some ways, yeah. in some ways it's really good. Cause you know, but I, I, I don't know if I said it on the show, but I know we were talking about this two or three weeks ago. And I said, I am not hopeful for this thing. I think no. it feels like a, it feels like it's going to backfire on us. And I definitely think it did. I think it was, you know, I don't think it was as a disa- as much a disaster as like, you know, Trump at right afterwards came out and said how much of a disaster oh, of it was. He did. But, you know, I think that the important parts of it are that they said out loud, was this a witch hunt? No, it wasn't a witch hunt. Schiff, I think, where there was a series of questions that Schiff asks that were really solid, that were just like, do you think that what he did was unethical? Yes, I do. Yeah. And one of the questions, I, I think there were, so strategically... I think the perceived value of this was, you know, for for most of the American public, they are not politicos. You know, they're not they're, they they're keep, they don't keep their eye on this prize sure. that heavily. Like for us doing the show, we're we kind of we're up, reading the news. We're, we're like we're in it to win, yeah. right? But for most of America, they're not going to read a four hundred and forty eight page report. Yeah, and most people aren't going to read an analysis, a lengthy analysis, or even a breakdown of a 448-page sure. report. Like, right. that's just not who America is at heart, right? Yeah. right. So yeah. getting this into sound bites really, I think, strategically was the idea, right? We'll yeah. get this big-ass fucking report, and we'll get it into sound bites, and that'll hit the news, and that'll go viral, and that'll get excerpted, sure. and now that'll make, that'll make these pieces in the report, which are damning, it'll make those pieces rise to the public attention, right? Sure. I think that strategically right. was the idea. Right. I think it it had, like you said, it had some spots where I think um, some of that might have happened. And I, the example that stands out for me is at one point um, he asked, like, did the president order one of his aides to lie about this investigation? Yes, he did. Yeah. He ordered yeah. one of his people yeah. to lie. That is the biggest piece that is obstructionist, right? Because yeah. it meets 
all the criteria yeah, every for criteria. What construction. Yeah, yeah. Obstruction, not construction. Mm. What? Well, yeah. maybe he's building a wall. Yeah, he's, so like, <laughs> trying to, he's trying to build a skyscraper in Russia, too, I guess. So construction all the way around. But like the Republicans use their time frequently to give these sort of long-winded diatribes. Like they, they get, you know, a minute or two minutes yeah. or whatever. And they're like, cool, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk. And I know that that's going to become its own talking point. Right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll lead, 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 finish with a quick question that's a yes or a no. That, that, and they get all that time. They get all that narrative control time. Yeah. Um, they, were, they, they handled it. The Republicans handled it very, very well. And Mueller basically did exactly what he fucking said he was going to do right. and what the Department of Justice forced him to do, yeah. right? Because they did admonish him prior to testifying that he was only able from the Department of Justice, he was only able to testify to the facts relative to the report. So when questions came up that were related to the investigation, but were the subject of other inquiry yeah, or other investigation, yeah, yeah. he's like, I can't fucking answer that. Yeah. And he came across like a fucking crotchety old man being pestered about when he's going to eat his jello. He definitely didn't he? He would eat that jello. He was. Oh my god! I fucking told you I wasn't eating this jello before you served me the fucking jello. Yeah, it was really, it was really just like open mic at the old folks' home. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. And you know the thing is, is like, like, like from what we've heard about Mueller. Yeah. First off, the guy is way smarter than I'll ever be. <laughs> I'm not, it's not that I'm, you know, making fun of the guy way fucking smarter than I'll yep. ever be. Almost certainly more eloquent than I'll ever be. Yep. Uh, way more accomplished in like, maybe he could pick a, like two or three years of his life, but he's more accomplished <laughs> than I ever will be yep. in my entire. So I'm not, you know, like understand there's a lot Funny. of respect when it comes to it right there. But at the same time, he did not feel like as whip smart as everyone said he was, he was, you know, like, Everyone was talking about how whip smart he is. Yeah. Oh, he's really, but he felt tired. Yeah. He felt like he was done. He felt like he was not into it. He also felt a little befuddled. He felt like he couldn't tell who was talking to him. I mean, that happens I mean, so like, often. <laughs> he's looking this way. He's looking that way. He doesn't know. He's like Columbo standing there. One more question, man. I got one more question. He's like, he keeps on turning back and forth. He, he also like couldn't hear the questions couldn't, all the time. He's like, yeah. oh, I, I didn't hear I don't all know the questions. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. my hearing aid is. Yeah. <laughs> let me get somebody not a million he need, to he answer this question. He needed one of those big old horns. <laughs> 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 Why'd you say there? <laughs> give me that Ricola horn. Just stick that in there. Just he he Gomer talking into it like a game of telephone. <laughs> but, uh, but one of the things the Republicans did, I think, um, hypocrites that they fucking are right is that they really brought uh one point up which is why do this investigation why do all this work if you weren't going to charge him if you knew ahead of time that you weren't going to charge him and you didn't have a, any kind of avenue to charge him why do all this work if there's if you're just all you're doing then is just saying a bunch of stuff out loud and then that's it. And they did the same thing with Hillary Clinton, right? When it came to Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton. Like the why would yeah. Ken Starr have done his investigation? Exactly. So so he didn't get arrested right. for fucking getting his dick sucked. But even more, even more recently, they right. did the same thing with Hillary Clinton. Right. But when that happened, the Republicans immediately took that shit and ran with it. Well, we now know the truth and report it to the American people. Yep. Unless it's a truth which we are politically yeah. uncomfortable yeah, with, then, in which case we don't the truth is not your friend what can i do to stop this and so they admonished him yeah 
Yeah. The whole time they're admonishing him for something that they loved when it was for Hillary Clinton, but not now. I don't know. I, I personally am on the camp of I was fine with, you know, I'm fine with understanding what happened with Hillary's emails. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with understanding. I'd much rather have more information than less, even if you don't charge that person. These are people in the public. Yeah. Eye. We're not talking about a normal person here. We're not talking about a, a normal everyday Joe who's just like some schmuck on the street who's just like, no, we're just going to investigate the shit out of you and then not charge you. There's a difference there. These are things that are actually happening that the American people need to know about. Yeah, well, they're, they're supposed to be answerable to us. Right. That's, like, that's how this that's works. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Like an investigation is never a bad thing because if, oh, we didn't find anything. All right, great. Then there's no corruption in the government right. that I fucking pay for that is answerable to me. Right. That I fucking hired that guy by voting for him. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm happy when there's no corruption. Yeah. That is the, that's the ideal. That's the fucking gold standard of a democratic government, right? Everybody would be super happy if there was no corruption. The other part that was, that was kind of, it came out as a gotcha moment and then he walked it back was yeah. the Todd Lou thing or Ted Lou. I don't know his name. Um, I don't know. He either. came out, Senator Lou said, um, he asked a question and the question was, did you not charge him because of the justice department's rule right. on not indicting a sitting president. And he said, yes. And then he walked it back later and said, basically what I said in the report is what I meant. Yeah. I, di I didn't mean to say yes so quickly. Although there was an, there was another Senator who asked him and I thought she did a good job. I don't remember her name. Uh, I don't remember women's names. Okay. Well, I don't remember it's her okay. name. Uh, I'll explain it to it's her fine. later. What yeah, her question was. Yeah. But <laughs> Very slowly. So she understands it. Yeah. <laughs> But she asked, she, she kind of iterated the same question in the second half and he declined to answer because, you know, it was a hypothetical. Like if, if he were not protected, would you have indicted? And he's like, that's a hypothetical. I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah. And, and she did ask him like, is it fair to say that if it were I that ordered one of my aides to lie as part of an ongoing investigation that I would be indicted? And he said, yes, that's fair. So she got him to say like, not that, not that Trump would be, you know, right. but she kind of got him there. Like she yeah. got us close. Yeah. She tickled the button for a minute. Like there, there was a Republican too, totally backfired on him. He asked the question, well, would you charge him if he was, uh, and I don't think he says this exactly. So I got to remember exactly what he says. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed, you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office. Yes. That's a Republican asking yeah. that question. Now he seems flabbergasted. He's like, wait, what? We can? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, if well, he gets fired, we're fucked. Well, and, and the way that plays out, it sounds like he's saying, you know, because the way the question is asked, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's not as big a deal as you think, because he's I, I think he's asking, can you charge him with a crime? He specifically steered away from would you charge him with a crime yeah. when he left office? He just asked, could you charge him with a crime when he leaves office? And I think that that's that's an obvious answer. Yes, you can charge him with a crime when he leaves office. But the guy's asking the question is and it makes it sound like you're saying, could you charge him with this obstruction? Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about. So there's a, but again, it sounded like a big moment at the time, but it doesn't feel like a big moment. But in I think the he's saying you can charge him with the obstruction after he leaves office. I think he's saying like, can you charge him? Hold on. Yeah. Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. You believe that he committed, you could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office. Yes. Yeah. So you couldn't charge, but again, he's saying, could you charge him with obstruction of justice? 
I don't know that that means this particular case. Uh, do you think that unless maybe the statute of limitations is over? Yeah. But do you think he's saying, but do you think Mueller is just stating a fact? Like I do. I think Mueller is stating a technical answer. To that's what, what I'm saying. Right. Do, right. Not whether it would be appropriate to do it. I see. But that's what, what I, that's yeah. where I'm getting, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying right. is that he's just, he's just rules lawyering. This. Right. Yeah. He's just saying, no, I mean, I'm, I'm perfect, but it's, it, it shocked the fuck out of the Republican. Yeah. And then the best part of that is right after that moment, his, it, that you hear time is up and he's like, can I finish it? Nope. <laughs> and there was another time where a woman asks a big, long question. This Republican woman asks this big, long question. She gets to the very end. He's like, what was the question? She's like, well, what I want to know is, and then she puts it more succinctly and then it times up. Can I, can he answer the question? No, he can't. And then uh, that was the end of it. And the thing is, is like, if you don't think that's fair, fuck you, because they've been doing it to the, to the, since yeah, when they controlled the house, right. they did that to the Democrats all the time. They did yep. that constantly yep. to the other, to the Democrats the whole time. So there is some things we want to highlight. There's some highlights to the testimony that we want to cover. Um, this is a particular article from the New York times that talks about it. Um, a couple of things that pop out. One, Mueller admitting that Trump was generally untruthful and incomplete in his written answers. And then someone pushed him on this and said, well, why didn't you get him to sit down? Yeah. And he had said, I do not think that we would have ever gotten him to sit down in a timely manner for this investigation. It was not going to happen. He was going to fight it in courts forever. Yeah. And he said, like, yeah. I, I asked him, I said, that this whole thing can be over. Like Mueller's, uh, this whole thing can be over if you'll sit down. And Trump refused to sit down and answer questions. Right. And like, you know, think think for a second. Like, if you are a supporter or you know, like, a supporter of Trump, that's gross. But I, I don't we want our president to be answerable to us? Don't we want the president who we elected? It's, we're, this is a goddamn democracy. The man's not king. Yeah. Like he needs to be if, answerable. Yeah. So the, if the, the public American says. People. I got questions. I'm sorry, motherfucker. You sit and answer those questions or you go get another fucking job. Yeah. It's, it is its own scandal yeah. that he won't answer questions. Right. It is his own scandal. That should be, it just, we're, just, we're just in this like post scandal phase of American politics. Right. We've ruined we're, the scandal forever. There is no scandal left. Like yeah. he hired a prostitute, Stormy Daniels. Yeah. He paid money to have sex with her. That's a prostitution. Yeah. That is a crime. Yeah. We know he did that. Yeah. There's no such thing as scandal anymore. Yeah. There's no such thing as too far. When, when, the, when, when the president won't behave in a way that is answerable to the people, right. that's a king. Right. Yeah. And, That's and, a and the problem is, is that his base really likes that. They like it when their guy's in charge and unquestionable. They don't right. like it the other way around. When Obama was in, in office, they were constantly exactly where we were, which was screaming about everything. Every little thing he did, they they had a problem with they every call, single thing. Yeah, they but called the, him a tyrant. But the difference between us and them is I want Obama to be que a question. Yeah. I want him to be answerable to the public. They, when it's their guy, don't. But when it's anyone else, they do. And then that's a shitty way to think. And that's a shitty way to exist in this country because it means you don't respect it. What you respect is you, you, what you want is power for yourself only. There's a selfish underbelly in the United States, a selfish group of people. I think there's a selfish overbelly. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, it's well, the, it's, it's it is overbelly because it goes right over the belt. I, so it hangs over, over a rascal scooter. It's the overbelly. Over <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, one of the things that, that they said that he perked up about 
um, you know, and they, this is the yeah. Jello moment. We're like, your Jello's ready, <laughs> sir. Um, he, this is where he's talking about uh, foreign interference. He yeah. was, he's very adamant that this is a huge problem in the United States right now and has been for the past five years. I, what, what, and this is baffling that this is not the biggest deal, right? That this right? isn't the biggest part I, of the story. I, I, it's astonishing that we have a hostile foreign government meddling as Mueller says, successfully yeah. meddling yeah. in our election process, yeah. undermining our democracy, undermining the will of the American people. And that means that that means that they are helping to shape the future and the policies that we all get to live with. We all live with the guy that got elected, which means that the guy that got elected is, is being helped by a hostile foreign power that wants to shape American policy and they're doing it successfully. And we're fucking bickering about nothing. Yeah, we're bickering about minutia rather than paying attention to the attack, the, the the legitimate attack on the actual freedoms that we have on 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 our actual goddamn working democracy. So here's here's kind of what Mueller said. He says, "I hope this is not the new normal." He told Representative Peter D. Welch, a Democrat of Vermont, after the congressman asked him whether future political campaigns could accept foreign interference. But I fear it is. And when when I read that, I thought back immediately to the first time Trump was asked if you were offered intelligence on an on an opponent by Russia, would you take it and and, and not report it, or would you report it to the FBI? And he said, "Of course, I wouldn't report it to the FBI. I would take that intelligence. Of course, I would." And that caused an uproar. And then he walked and he it walked back. it back, yeah. and he said, "No, no, I'd report it to the FBI." And I thought, we haven't he hasn't figured out. That that is, that is kissing cousins with treason. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I'm not trying to speak hyperbolically, but that is kissing cousins with treason to work with a hostile foreign country to together subvert the will of the American people and, and shape our foreign policy, our domestic policy, everything. I'm amazed by this. I'm amazed that this is like not the biggest fucking deal. You have nothing to worry about politically if you don't get to elect your own leaders. Yeah. If we're not electing our leaders, then just cut out the whole fucking fake bullshit experiment and decide that we're all just like, oh, let Russia decide who wins. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it's not you, then yeah. just fuck it. Make it an online poll. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a fucking fuck. President Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I sent out a survey monkey who's, who cares? who's president. Yeah. The other thing that uh, that this sort of, you know, the Russian meddling sort of brings forward is immediately people want to start to put some sort of bills together because they're like alarmed by it. Well, as soon as that happens, one of the GOP senators, Senator Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith, a Republican from Mississippi, blocked both of the bills and didn't give reasons for her objections. It's, it's amazing. Here's what the bill would have done. The bill would have required campaigns to alert the FBI and the Federal Election Commission about foreign offers of assistance, as well as a bill to let the Senate Sergeant of Arms offer voluntary cyber assistance for personal devices and accounts of senators and staff. That's a milk. That's, that's like, I mean, it's yeah. What are you kidding me? Yeah. We can't all be like, oh, yeah, you know what I don't want? And we can't get that done. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, and, and he also he also got really upset. Mueller. I mean, as upset as he could be about WikiLeaks at one point, he says they had said, do you think um, that someone had asked him Quigley? Uh, this is from a guy from Illinois had asked him about WikiLeaks. And he said he asked for a reaction to the candidates. Trump praise for WikiLeaks during the campaign. And he said, it's problematic. 
is an understatement in terms of what it displays in terms of giving some hope or some boost to what is and should be illegal activity. So it should be illegal activity, he says. And I have a feeling there's a lot of times that we're dealing with, we're talking about things that he really can't say is illegal, but thinks should be illegal. You know what I mean? Like we talk about collusion. He even says at one point, he's like, well, that's not really a crime, but you know, you know that he would say if that was a crime, yes, he's guilty of it. Yeah, absolutely. But immediately afterwards, Trump's like, no collusion, no collusion. There was no collusion. There's, they have to say it. They have to say it out loud because it's not a, an, a, an offense that you can indict somebody. It's not a legal term of art. Right. Right. What they, what they were looking for was evidence of a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, rather than evidence of collusion. So yeah, the obstruction piece is clearly there. The obstruction piece is absolutely there. There's no question that there is no question. Mueller said as much with the words, yes, when he was asked directly, like, did the president order one of his aides to lie to the investigation. Yeah. It was yes, that's obstruction of justice. It's cut and dry. Yeah. And and in his testimony, another article it says Trump ordered former White House counsel Don McGahn to lie. Special counsel confirms that. Yeah. And there's a part where this is there's a video on this where the woman goes through and says, Did he order him lie? Yes, we believe he did. You know, like and and that's these are these are moments where he's trying to cover something up. Now, is he trying to cover something up that you can't be prosecuted for? I don't think he knew that. Yeah. Which is why he ordered it. That's obstruction. I don't know if he if he was worried about prosecution or worried about the political fallout. Right. You don't. Yeah, that's Whatever the thing is you don't know, about, right? You don't right? know whether it's political fallout or not. But maybe he's just fucking stupid yeah. and panicked and was like one of those guys that doesn't want to get caught. Sure, and is just like I, I can hide it. I've, I'm smarter than they are. I can run two steps in front. What's crazy to me is it doesn't matter if he's caught. It like legitimately doesn't matter. This won't make any it difference. It doesn't matter at all. This is this is everybody in America that watched this or heard about it basically just went back to their partisan reporting and was like, yeah, this is, this is exactly what I thought. I, I, Fox news never mentioned one of these things. And they talked only about the Republican talking points. I went to Fox news right afterwards and there was no mention of any of this stuff whatsoever. I'm sure not. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the Republican side, what they, what they wanted to do, they wanted to call into question the origin of the investigation itself, which is the Steele dossier, right? right. Which he would not comment not on talk about it's, because it's part of an ongoing investigation. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to talk about the origin. And, and the reason you want to talk about the origin is that there's an idea that if the investigation itself was a uh, was started on false pretenses, then whatever happens throughout the course of the investigation or whatever the yeah, investigation finds of, yeah. is somehow tainted, it's, right? It's built on a shitty foundation. That's yeah. bad thinking. Yeah. That's really, really sloppy, so shitty thinking. That's yeah. That doesn't actually hold up if you just pause yeah. and think sure. one yeah. single substantive yeah. thought ever in your life. If you that. accidentally walk in on your wife fucking another guy, it doesn't mean that yeah, she's, she's still right. not fucking another right, guy. Exactly, right? Right? You know like, what I mean? You're not supposed to be home yeah. now. It's like, well, I am. Yeah. Oopsie. You're not supposed to be full of dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like, you know, like, like that's what they're basically saying right. is, well, you know, there was a false pretense or whatever when it was created. So right. therefore nothing, ha- everything that happens. Yeah. She, you could just shoot whoever you want in the face afterwards. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is on false pretenses. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. It's fucking silly. It's a stupid thing to it's think. It's fucking silly. Yeah. And then they were also trying to catch cast aspersions on the objectivity of the investigators by saying that half of the investigators had known political ties or political affiliation with the Clinton campaign and basically saying, well, like half of them are Democrats. And I thought like, that's about, all right, let me go ahead and, and, and take stock. If half are Democrats, 
The other, let's see, that leaves one half, presumably are not. And that's a that's a general makeup of the American public. They're all Gary Johnson or right? Joe Stein supporters. <laughs> I just I listened to that. Yeah. I thought like you might have something if all of them were. Sure. You might have something if you said, yeah. look, all of these guys yeah. all have ties and political affiliations that are in opposition to the current administration they're investigating. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? That's worth talking about. Sure. I would be concerned about their objectivity. Yeah. But the best they even came up with, they're like, about half of these guys. I'm like, well, it's about half of, you it's know what? Half of America, it turns out. About half of the people in this room are men and <laughs> the other half are women. <laughs> Clearly, there's a bias toward men. Clearly, like, I'm not in a boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they did come after him at one point for bias. They they, yep. they came after him, and he's and they said that guy hated Clinton. It was Gomert who was going after right. him. He's like that guy hated Clinton, and he said, yeah. And as soon as I found out, or Trump. hated hated Trump, I think they said. Mm -hmm. He's like, as soon as I found out, I transferred him. He's yeah. like, yeah, I I acted on that immediately. Yeah. They tried to they they basically tried to like smear this guy. That's right. really what their plan was: smear him, make him seem like he doesn't know what he's talking about, and also just monologue. And they and they, you know, I they thought they did a pretty good job. Oh, did you see? I thought they did a good job yes, monologuing. They, they got a good job yeah. monologuing. Yeah, yeah. I think Mueller, for the most part, is generally unsmearable. Yeah, like the worst they got out of him was that he was just kind of doddering. Yeah. Um, which, okay, but it doesn't substantially invalidate the facts. And you know that it doesn't because the, on the right, what they're doing is they're saying like, well, this part of your report proves that he didn't collude. Okay, fine. So if you believe that, you have to believe the whole thing. You can't believe yep, this is that the investigation, I, yep. it's, I know, It's right? just like everything else with them. Right. It's just like climate change. It's just like they will pick and choose whatever they want to believe and then throw everything else right. out. That and is their method of thinking. I, and I, I know that I'm going to get into this with people. And I know that when I do the easy, you know, the, the, the arguments pretty self contained, right? Yeah. It's like, Oh, so we're going to see, we would discount the whole report. So maybe there's collusion with Russia. Well, no, they didn't find any collusion. So we're going to take the whole report. Yeah. No, no, no. Well then I don't, then we're done here. Yeah. We are absolutely you can't done do here. either then. You right? can't yeah. either. You trust the report but then you trust the report for the things it says and the things it doesn't say. I'm going to trust the report because everything that I've ever read about Mueller is that he's a fucking boy scout. Yeah. Is that he's a rules guy is that he's uncorruptible. Nobody was able to show that this guy was anything other than ethical. Yeah. Anything other than that he acted with the best of intentions. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story comes from deadstate.org. Christians finally condemn Trump's racist rally. I would love to stop reading. Can we just stop there and yeah. just pretend that everything's okay? Go. Every, okay. Uh, no, we can't do that. Because he said, God damn. Also, can we be real honest? We're going to read a few of these tweets here. I will play your song for you when we do. But when we read these tweets, Tom, <laughs> these are not condemning tweets. Like, I read through these and they're like, they make it sound like, oh my God, he condemns no, it. No, these ones are all just like... 
please, Mr. Trump, don't do it again. Uh, like, yeah, thank you. That's really all it is. It's not condemning. You. Like, I feel like Dead State fucking missed the ball on this. Yeah. Condemn is fuck that. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's not my guy anymore. I'll never vote for you again. Uh-huh. You know, you're uh, you're dead to me. That's yeah. if I've condemned something. Right. That's it. Right. Like, think about it. You condemn a fucking building. It's not like I got new wallpaper. <laughs> What? You can, or you can go back in in an hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. You'll be fine. No. All right. So we're going to read some tweets here. Hold on a second. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Cool, cool. All right. So here's one. Uh, love you, Mr. President. This is condemning. Condemning. This is a condemning tweet. Because love you, Mr. President, but please stop using the Lord's name in vain. Hashtag Trump 2020. Hashtag MAGA 2020. So that doesn't feel like condemning to me. Anyway. That is okay. Yeah, anyways. Here's another one from Bird's Eye 54. I was. <laughs> I, this is why I can't take this seriously. I love it so much. After we get done, I'm going to tell you about a dream I had. <laughs> every part of me is breaking right now. I was very disappointed that you felt the need to use the Lord's name in vain at last night's rally. Period. No capitalization. <laughs> you are better than this. <clears throat> no comma. Get out your and red pen. I pray you will never do it again. Otherwise, I have no choice as a conservative Christian than to no longer support you. Please apologize that to everyone. That one's a little more condemning. Yeah, a little bit. It's, there's a lot of pleases in there, bit. but there's at least an ultimatum. Mr. President, please do not take the Lord's name in vain. Lots of your supporters are unhappy. See, so that's not a condemnation at all. That's yeah. no Nothing. All right. Well, it's getting it's getting it's getting heated in here. It's getting heated. Woo! Great rally last night. Except when you said, "God damn." Well, he's then now they put uh, like the little at signs for all the right. The yeah, they, they did and the, the Snoopy A's, swearing, and then they put an an ampersand in there for part of it. Yeah, exactly. Snoopy swearing. Yeah, yeah it's like. When you say those words, then say things like putting God back in the USA. It is a contradiction. Please don't take the Lord's name in vain. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I've been a supporter since the 2016 election. I voted for you then, and I really want to in 2020, but please stop taking the Lord's name in vain. It is extremely offensive to Christians. My husband and I had to turn the TV off. Please stop. Wow. The vitriol. Well, what you had to do is you had to take yourself away from it. You were so offended. By the words, you had God to take, damn. You had to take yourself away from it, and... There's no consequence for the person who did it. It's so offensive to you yeah. that you had to take yourself away from it, but that you don't want to do anything to the person who said it. Anyway, it's, it's, it's literally crazy yeah. to me that somebody yeah. can hear the word goddamn and like fucking have to turn the TV off. Oh my God, I got to turn it off. Run away. These people's hands are constantly around their pearls everywhere right? they go. They can't stop clutching them. Dirty word, dirty word, <laughs> dirty word, dirty word. Exactly. Get the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You baby. Oh, Jesus. Please, Mr. President, stop taking the Lord's name in vain. Please. I really care about you being president, but a lot of Christians will not be able to vote for so again, you if you continue this practice. Yeah, that person doesn't care. That person only cares about his electability. Yeah. They actually don't care themselves. Well, and also it's like, it's not true. Yeah. Like, this is this is the vitriol? And this is the example. This is it? This is the example that it's not true. They're voting for this yeah. guy. The, well, what's the worst one here has fucking Trump 2020 on? Yeah, right. Hashtag MAGA 2020. Hashtag Trump 2020. All the rest of these are all just, like, this is all just fucking more fellatio. I, I, 
I take issue with this article because of how it's set up, because yeah. of the, the setup for it made me feel like, oh, somebody's finally going to have some Trump grit, right? Yeah. Like there's going to be some moment of this. And it's, there's not, there's not any. Now you can find some of those people out there. Sure. But oh, yeah. people are still apologizing for him constantly. There's never been, it's been a constant stream of apology for all the things that he does. And I guess the couple of things that he does really well, you know, making sure that we hate women. You yeah, know, I think that's well, a, he's got that one. He's doing that one really Unlike good. Unlike the women, he's, he's doing well. <laughs> oh, gross! Yeah, gross. That man's face has no business being in a sexual context. He, that person like, had better have a damn big thigh gap. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> because I'll tell you what, you need a viaduct to get his face under there. Jesus. Like there's like a clearance. Like he has like he's like that 10 foot 6 bridge he wouldn't fit under. That China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very very large brain. I couldn't. This is one of those stories that, like, you almost can't love enough. You, at, at first, I didn't believe it. I right. I was I like, I don't, I don't know that I believe this. It's but all then, over. But that it's all over. So and this is from Vox. Uh, Forty-five is a puppet. Trump spoke in front of an altered presidential seal, and nobody knew. <laughs> that seal's this amazing. Seal is let so. Me, let fucking me describe it really quickly. So the uh, the shield on the on the eagle resembles the. Uh, the Russian shield on the Russian flag. And then the two heads, there's two heads of the Eagle instead of one. And that again resembles the Russian seal inside of the, the, <laughs> the feet for the Eagle, the talons for the Eagle um, are two things. One, it should be an olive branch and arrows, but instead it's, it's money and golf clubs <laughs> and they've replaced, they've replaced uh, E pluribus unum with, 45 as un titeri, I guess. And it's Spanish for that translates to 45 as a puppet, which is interesting. They went from Latin to Spanish. Instead. <laughs> like, I wonder if the person either. knew, I wonder if the person knew, even knew that it was Latin and instead just like, didn't even know. I don't know. I, like, you know, I don't know, but, but it's hilarious. He's speaking at a student thing yep. and someone had put the seal up there and they had changed the seal to with the golf clubs it's on so it. great. And it's so amazing that no one noticed and nobody stopped him and there's photo ops right in front of it and him standing in front of it. His big fucking roast of a face. Fucking dumbass face and he's clapping. Uh. That's what happens when you have somebody who's I think hired a bunch of people who are so incompetent. I would be curious to know if this would have ever worked on another president. I don't know that it would have. I would have think that, that they would come in with, with, you know, to, to control the whole situation yeah. and not just, you know, have a bunch of half-assers handle this sort of thing. I've done a fair amount of public speaking for work. And every single time I do public speaking, I bring my own slides. I would never one time ever under any circumstances like email my slides to somebody else and just show up and hope that they were there and hope that they were right. Like that's not what you do when your job depends on it, right? Yeah. Like you show up like every time I've ever had them, I've had them in my own email on my computer and on a flash drive. Right. Cause I am not going to fuck this up. Right. Cause I'm the asshole standing in front of it. Yeah. And if it gets fucked up, it's like, I forgot. I'm not wearing pants. It's like when your when your teleprompter breaks, right? And then you're talking about some random shit for 20 minutes that nobody knows what you're talking well, about. They took the airports. Yeah, <laughs> like they took the airports. And but but in this case, 
you know, it might have been that he didn't even have anything. Instead, they were just showing it on the thing behind him. But I would, I, I, wouldn't you yeah. bring your own step and repeat and yeah, just be like, well, what you. the fuck? I'm just going to put my own fucking banner back yeah. here. It's a banner that we carry around. We had one made of Kinko's. We're the White House. <laughs> Instead, they're just like, yeah, don't worry. We'll handle it. And yeah. some fucking joker put this up there. Right. And he looks like an absolute fucking fool because of it. And I guess, I guess somebody got fired as a result of this. I was reading earlier today, but it's like. Who cares? Fucking prank war win all day yeah, long. I hope that they fired somebody who was responsible and not somebody who just had somebody else do it and then got they got fired for. It. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like I hope that that's not the case that somebody got fired because they were they they just presumed that one of the students was going to give them something and they just posted it or let them through or something. The you only know? person that should be fired is whoever's in charge of vetting this shit. Yeah, right. Should be somebody on his staff. Right. That's what I'm that's saying. the person who yeah. should be fired. Right. So, Tom, right now, our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. And, and AdamandEve.com, I just want to mention, yeah. if you like to fuck. If you don't. Really? Yeah. But if you like huh. to fuck and yeah. you like to get fucked, AdamandEve.com is a great sponsor for this show because they provide oils and lubes and things to fuck with and things to get fucked with and things to put on stuff and things to put under stuff, <laughs> things to put around stuff. I mean, you basically can pack that shit in airtight wherever you want. <laughs> and the nice thing is with the... Uh, code glory at checkout you won't get fucked on the price. exactly because <laughs> you get 50 percent off almost any item at adamandeve.com you get a ton of free gifts you get free dvds or something for you something for her something for both of you guys no sex swing right now yeah, no, no sex, sex swing, swing. but free shipping free so shipping you get to swing it out to you that way <laughs> instead you get free all you have to do is enter glory at checkout you'll get all that stuff and fucking has never been so fun all right, here's an uplifting story from The Guardian, uh, and, and it is actually a little bit. Um, no doubt left about scientific consensus on global warming, say the experts. Um, it's 99%, right? 99% of scientists at this point um, are saying that there is a consensus. Global warming is a real thing. It is a real thing. It is caused by people. You cannot attribute to the, the extent of the warming over the course of the last 2,000 years to any cyclical causes. Um, and it's, it's really, really fucking obvious. The studies use reconstructions based on trees, ice, and sediment from all continents, and they indicate that none of these shifts took place in more than half the globe at any one time in other places in history and at other times in history. So we know some shit at this point. It is no longer a point that anybody in conversation should accept controversy around. There is no controversy right, right. about the cause of global warming. What's crazy is, is that our government is constantly doing things to that are exactly the opposite of what needs to be done when it comes to global warming. Uh, people are being silenced. We covered a, a story. What was it? Two weeks ago, Tom, we covered a story where a person was being silenced because that they, yeah. they had to resign. They resigned because they were like, no, they, 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 they basically said, we're not going to take notes on what you have to say. We're not going to enter your testimony yeah. into the record because yeah. we are not, we don't want to hear what you have to say. We don't want to hear this stuff. And there's a ton of people out there who think global warming is a hoax still. They think it's a total hoax before Trump was president. He called it a hoax from China. Oh and, yeah, so yeah, it was invented by China. It was invented China. by China. So he's yeah. he's been calling it a hoax forever. Um, there are some uh, some things that are that are terrifying about it. You had mentioned a story earlier. I'll let you tell it about California. But I do want to play something um, before we before we move on. There's a woman, a, a young lady from the guard. Uh, it was in another Guardian article. Um, this this 
a girl. She's a 16-year-old girl. Her name's Greta Thunberg, and she's a Swedish climate activist. And she went to Davos, and she read a speech. And I'm only going to play part of this speech of what she has to say, but I love what she has to say here. Adults keep saying we owe it to the young people to give them hope. But I don't want your hope. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. And then I want you to act. I want you to act as if you would in a crisis. I want you to act as if the house was on fire. Because it is. I think that's amazing. That is awesome. That young lady is, is, uh, is, I guess a, a big climate activist. She's been getting a huge following because of it. And she's, she's right. You know, there, there is, this is not something that, that we need to be wishy-washy about. It's something we need to be all in on. Yeah. Um, you had said something about California earlier today. Yeah, so there, there, there are some bright spots. So the administration, it's, it's good and bad. It's fucking maddening. So the Trump administration uh, is rolling back its requirements around mileage standards. So the, the, the number one producer of greenhouse gas is still transportation-related in the United States. And the Obama administration had said, cool, by 2025, all cars, all new cars sold in America in America need to meet this standard of being at least 50 miles per gallon, I think it was, 50, 51 miles per gallon for cars and light trucks. Um, that was rolled back. The Trump administration's like, yeah, we're going to kick that down to 37. And California said, great story, but we're the fifth largest economy of the world. We swing some big dick. They got together with the four major automakers of the United States, and they secretly made an agreement between California and those four automakers just released that they're going to exceed the Obama standard. They're going to do it by 2026 instead of 2025. And all new cars sold by that time will actually have a higher average miles per gallon than the administration is requiring. And you know what's fucking insane about that? That's all That's all happening between California and the voluntary yeah. actions of these right. of these auto yeah. manufacturers. Sure. And the Trump administration's official stance on that is, we will fight this. Now, states' rights would say states can pass any law that as long as it doesn't exceed the law of the of the federal government. So in other words, it has to the federal a federal law you have to abide by, but you can be more restrictive, just not less restrictive, right? So this in this case is great. It's like, yeah, well, all right, wait, you want 37? Great. That's the minimum then. I can't go 36. Yeah. But I can go 38. They're saying, well, I'm gonna go 51. And all the major auto manufacturers are gonna go 51. And it's not gonna be just for California. It's gonna be for every car sold in the United States because they're not gonna make cars special in a special and California. They're not gonna, yeah, exactly. They're not gonna right? send them just to California. And they said part of the reasoning is they wanted to be good stewards of the environment. That's part of the reasoning. Sure. Part of the reasoning is they want to sell a bunch of fucking cars, right? Yeah. So, and the Trump administration has said. This is a federal uh, initiative. We need one standard, not a bunch of hodgepodge standards, and they're going to fight this, which if you're a small government Republican, this is shitting on states' yep, rights. Yep, yep. Where are you at? Where are you at, states' rights, bitches? Where are you right. at? They're not here Yeah. because it, it, they, what they want is less regulation, Yeah. right? So they wouldn't even, they probably wouldn't even approve of the 37. You know what I mean? Like they won't even, they don't even like that idea. Right. Um, I was talking to you earlier about, you know, I'm a, I'm somebody who is willing to 
pay money for uh, to reduce my carbon footprint. I'm yeah. willing to pay money into that. I'm willing to give someone money to make sure that that happens. Um, I feel like it's my responsibility to try to reduce my carbon carbon fr- footprint. I don't. But currently, I don't drive but once or twice a week anyway, right? But I'm willing to, you know, if if something were to come along that would help me reduce my f- carbon footprint for driving, I would do it. Same thing with, you know, my my uh, my house in some way. If there's some way I can reduce my carbon footprint there, if I can consume solar energy over, you know, coal energy, I'd be more than willing to pay a little extra to consume solar energy than that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people right. I think in the country in the same position I am where they might have a little tiny bit of extra income that they're willing to spend on something like this. There's money to be made here. There's a ton there's, of money. There's a lot of money. You know, when, when Elizabeth Warren was on stage, she was saying there was a, it was a, a trillion dollar plus, I think it's just several trillion dollar market. We're talking about like trillions of dollars to be made here. And I know that some of those dollars are mine to be made. There's plenty of space for people to make money. That's the thing that bothers me about, specifically about the Republican head in the sand that's happening with this, is that there's money to be made here. And they're always talked about how they're, you know, they're all for the people and, you know, gosh, you make so much money when the Republicans in there, yada, yada, yada. This is a perfect opportunity to, to make sure that there's, you know, tons of new American innovation as well as American jobs. And we're just throwing it all away by saying, no, it's not a thing. Well, it seems like we're, doesn't it feel like we're protecting the buggy whip manufacturers yeah, at this point? Exactly. Yeah. Like that world, the world has moved on from yeah. fossil fuels. Yeah. The world is actively moving on. We don't want it. Young people don't want it. it. When you look at the next, you know, when we prognosticate, which we just talked about how inaccurate that is, when we prognosticate about what we think life is going to look like, is there anybody who really says, yeah, well, you know what I, what I see in the, in the near term future, meaning the next 15, 20 years is I see a a bastion of young people reaching adulthood excited about burning fossil fuels. Yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah. say that out loud and then don't kill yourself. Yeah. It's right. so stupid. Right. Everybody has a way of interpreting them to be the truth or not truth. There, there's no such thing, unfortunately, more a fact. This is literally unbelievable. This is the world we're in. Right wing watch. Brendan Dilly. It doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral. Oh, this guy is such a fucking degenerate. So we're going to play this fucking idiot. Um, this is his show, The Dilly Show. And here's what I'm going to tell you, MAGA. I'm going to tell this to all of you guys. It's not your... Re- You're going to tell it to MAGA. He's going to tell it to MAGA. He's got make a- America great again. Hey, make America great again. Here's He's got on the wall, he's got a Game of Thrones house MAGA on the wall. Do you see that back there? Yeah, his unframed poster that he has. Terribly clever. Tacked on the wall clever. like he's a fucking ninth grader. <laughs> That, is, that, is that what you're asking me? Is that what I see? Yeah, yeah, I see that. Responsibility to correct fake news against your enemies. That's the fucking left's responsibility. Some of you guys don't get this. You don't know how to fight. You're busy being virtue signaling dickwads. All right? And I love you. But sometimes you're virtue signaling dickwogs. Dealing with <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dickwogs? You're a dickwog. You're a dickwog. That's what you are. You're a virtue. Yeah, the right is full of virtue signaling <laughs> Maga, the, the MAGA yeah, fucking the MAGA audience. crowd. Yeah, the fucking Listening Pepe frogs. Are right. all virtue, a bunch of virtue signaling. Sure thing. Ones. Sure thing. Okay. Why'd you do fake news about Liz Warren and the mammy pot? Because fuck Elizabeth Warren. That's why. I told all of you, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral. And I. That is. There you go. Problematically there true. You go. There you go. You know, yeah. like what, what upsets me, and it does, it upsets me, is he's not wrong. No. Like, 
He's saying like this is a guy producing this shit. Like, yeah, I like the ends justify the means. Yep, exactly. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's how we arrive at truth. Yeah. The, the thing is, well, like, he's not saying truth. I don't think he's saying no, truth. He's I think that he's not saying truth because he's the one producing it. So he knows it's not yeah, true. He knows it's not true. But you only manipulate other people's thoughts if they think it's true. Yeah. If the audience receiving that information perceives it as true. So that shapes the larger truth about like who people are and like what their ideas are. It's like, this is, this is it. Like this is the world we've asked for. And this is the world that's delivered now. Yeah. It's that's scary, man. That's really to just knowingly produce this and just to tell other people like, yeah, this is the plan, the plan out loud and everything is to rob that bank. I knew it was fake when I gave it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care because all it does is hurt the person I don't like. I don't want that person in power, so I'm going to hurt them as much as I can. That's a, that's a crazy mindset to me. You know, everything, if, if that's somebody's mindset, you know everything you need to know about them, right? Yeah. There's nothing, there's no question left that's still interesting about who that person is. Yeah. And like what they want for the world. What they want for the world is power at any cost. Yeah. What they want is what they want, period. Yeah. And there's no other, there's no other opinion out there that can even be considered. Yeah. This is not like, and it's important because like you can't have a good faith debate with these people. No. And never try. No. Right. Cause it won't, it is, it's fruitless from the start because it, it, if you start a good faith debate with somebody who doesn't act on good faith, then it, it that's just, that's lipstick on a pig. Yeah. That's wasting time. Yeah. I stand by that statement when it comes to our enemies and I'll make my, my fuck. And that's the problem is, is that you're the one who gets to decide who the enemy is, right? Yeah. You're the one who gets to decide for everyone who the enemy is. And so if, if it's your decision, then whoever you don't like is the one you get to spread disinformation on. Right. And it's, it's basically now you're not, you're not looking at something like objective truth and saying, okay, well, that person did something good here or bad here, et cetera. Instead, you're just like, everything they do is bad because I don't like them and I don't want them to have any kind of power. So I'm going to do whatever I can right. to thwart that. And so now I'm the one who gets to decide who's the one in charge. And like how weak, aren't you acknowledging the weakness of your position when you say like, in order for me to argue against this like my worldview trumps your worldview i have a better worldview i have a better plan for the yeah, future right. isn't that but what the, you should be saying yeah the only way for me to attack you is to make things up because there isn't anything genuine there if there's if there's really stuff that's genuinely bad about elizabeth warren then you don't have to make shit up you just say it just say that just stuff. say it and then uh, and then uh, objectivity the truth will then let everybody know how bad that stuff is. Uh, right. Yeah. Like if if it comes out that she's eating the faces off babies to stay young, the and the public needs to know that. Okay, then we, we need to know that, right? And then if you say it out loud and everybody's like, well fuck that. I don't want that lady. Then yeah. it worked, right? But if it's not true and you say she's eating the faces off babies to stay young. Yeah, doesn't that matter? It should matter, right? And, and doesn't that like doesn't that say like I don't have any argument? Right. Like I, I don't, don't have, have. Yeah. I got nothing here. I'm weak about, in this position. She talks about an economic policy. Fuck. She'll fucking. She'll face fuck me. Right. You know. I don't. I don't know anything about economic policy. So I'm just gonna make some yeah. shit up. So I'm just gonna make anything I can up that's damning. Fucking. I'll. I'll be okay. I'll make my bed. I'll lay in it, and I'll deal with my my creator. And I'll say, hey, I'm sorry about some of that fake news I spread against terrible people. You think that I I know whether. And Rapineau is actually a uh, a Satan worshiper? Of course not. Of course not. 
<laughs> I kind of love it. He's like, I don't know about any of this. I shit. don't know. I don't know who this is, person I'm, is. I'm willing to tell yeah. gullible people course, that yeah. it's true because sure. they'll believe it. Yeah. I'll even say out loud that I'm spreading disinformation. Yeah. It won't. Here's it, the crazy. That's thing. the crazy thing. It doesn't matter. It won't halt the spread of doesn't disinformation. Matter. Doesn't matter. We're in a we're in a place where you can be like, I'm lying to you, and they're like, Yeah, I believe that. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. I'll I mean, actually, what I won't do is I won't believe you're lying to me, and then me, I'll subsequently believe the lies. Let me retweet this. Wrong. I have no idea. There's some stuff that makes you wonder. There's some stuff that makes you wonder. Okay. Makes you look, oh, she might be a Satan worshiper. Do I know that definitively? Did I did I throw that out there and get it to go viral? I had another dipshit yesterday tried to, he tried to uh, fact check me on that one. Why are you taking up for Megan Rapinoe? Why are you defending Megan Rapinoe? Whether she is or isn't a devil worshiper doesn't fucking matter to me. That dirty piece of shit is a horrible representation of the United States of America and our values. One Jesus could say the Christ. same to you, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm listening to this. I'm just like, you're like, you're everything I've ever hated I know. in a human yeah. being right now. You're, like, you're the human version of truck nuts. I can't <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. And if all I've got to do is link a, together a couple of fucking things that make her look like a Satanist to take some shine off that bitch's moment, I'll do it every time. A lot of you don't know how to fight. And a lot of you don't have the fucking guts to do what I'm doing. Because what, lying to people? Who's, that's not hard. It's, it's not brave it's either. It's like literally the easiest thing in the world to do to <laughs> lie to people. You know what's hard? Is owning up to actually being being honest and being a truthful person. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. That's the that's the hard path. The easy path is lying. Right. That's the path of no resistance. That's the weak fucking path. That's the coward's path. Right. You're a fucking coward is yep. what you are. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> fucking hard path. You're a pussy. You're a giant pussy who's going to lie to get your way. You're weak. You're the weakest, shittiest person I could possibly imagine. Who the fuck's powerful in this situation? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? You're you're lying to get your way. You're like a little kid. Yep. Yep. I didn't steal that, mom. I didn't take that. Like, you glad you guys don't have the guts to make up stories and malign someone's character rather than dealing with the world as it is because it's hard and I can't get that way. Unbelievable. <laughs> What a fucking giant fucking loser. <laughs> what an absolute loser. As frankly, you're probably better people than I am. Certainly. Frankly, people. frankly, sir. You're a fucking coward. Yeah, literally one of the worst people we've ever had on this show. <laughs> I mean, really genuinely, really genuinely. Most of these guys, most of these guys have some sort of illusion that they're like, I, you know, like, like they're hiding behind Jesus and they're saying, look, Jesus is good. So by association, I'm kind of good, right? Like, oh, what do you say? This guy's just like, no, I'm a genuinely bad person. This, what's amazing is like, can you imagine you're one of his listeners and you listen to this and you're like, okay, well, he'll just lie about whatever is convenient for him. So why am I going to listen to the next thing he says? Yeah. I know everything I need to know now. This is somebody I don't, I can't trust. To trust this person would be foolish. He told me, you guys are dipshits if you trust me. Yeah. He said it. So why would I listen to his next video? Like, why would I listen to anything so somebody who's willing to lie to me like this like why you would better, i have any 
you better be telling me a fucking fictional story. Right. Like if you're not talking yeah. about like a fucking the, a galaxy far, far away in a long time ago, <laughs> then what the fuck? Right. You know, you can lie to me all you want if it's fiction, but if you're trying to pretend that it's the truth and I'm, you're telling me that you're going to lie to me, why on earth would I ever think yeah. that I should trust anything you have to say? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, this story is amazing in every aspect, and I we just need to read it because there's nothing for it but just to read how amazing it is. This is from NPR, uh, our local NPR in Chicago. Yeah. Lawyer says, Shooter wasn't trying to kill a mob boss. He was under QAnon delusion. God, what a crazy person. So there's a picture of him, by the way, with a bunch of Q shit written in pen all over his hand. He must have had time in study hall. Yeah, I know, he looks like yeah. my 12-year-old, <laughs> just shit written all over him. A 24-year-old man has been charged with shooting to death a reputed New York mob boss earlier this year thought he was under the influence of QAnon, pro-Trump internet postings about the president supposedly battling a cabal of liberal elites, his lawyer wrote in a recent submission that he probably was embarrassed to fucking write. <laughs> he's questioning. He's like, I should have gone to veterinary school. What the fuck was I thinking? So prosecutors have charged Anthony Camella with murder over the fatal shooting of Francesco Calli, the alleged leader of the Gambino crime family, who was gunned down outside his Staten Island home in March. Uh, but in a new court filing, Camello's attorney argues that he became so engrossed with unsupported QAnon theories. Oh, God, then all QAnon theories are unsupported. I don't know Thank if they're you. making that distinction here, but let's just make that distinction yeah. really quickly. That on the night of Kelly's death, he was acting under a delusion, which included that Democratic politicians, celebrities, and people associated with organized crime were all part of the deep state. He wrote that his client believed he was on a mission to save the American way of life. <laughs> you know, this is one of those times where it's like the Internet. It's bled into the real world. Yeah. Ah, it didn't go well. You know, there are some times where you're just like, you know, like, like I remember when the internet first came out and there, you know, you're, there's a lot of smiles and like, oh, they're going to make funny, happy videos. And then once in a while you'll see a dark side and you're just like, oh no, these people, there's like people who just can't handle it. They, yeah. Right. They can't handle it. They were, they're, they're insane people that cannot handle yeah. this kind of thing. And they, they can't. They can't filter information well enough to yeah. know whether or not something's true or not. Well, there's like, I think it's like when we talked about the incels before, there's a magnifying effect yeah. that um, being able to, um, being able to curate your information experience, which is like one of the, one of the features of just living in an online sure. space, being able to curate your, your information space has a magnifying effect on the value and truth of the information that you consume in that way. And so like the incels meet other incels and they create a world and this guy meets these other people and, but not actually meets. And then they create a world and that world feels total. And instead of understanding how small and insulated it is and how open to other thoughts and ideas it should be, um, it, it can become very consuming and that sure. magnifies the sure. effect of it. Yeah. Um, Beginning with the election of President Trump in November of 2016, Anthony Camello's family began to notice changes in his personality. Mr. Camello's support for QAnon went beyond mere participation in a radical political organization. It evolved into a delusional obsession. When Camello arrived at Kelly's home, remember, Kelly's a mob boss. Yeah. This is fucking amazing. This is crazy to me that this happened. 
According to the filing, his plan was to stage a citizen's arrest of the head of the Campino crime family. See, the scene's a right know, ass. He, sh- he shows up and he looks like Gomer. <laughs> Gomer. You know, it was amazing as he only had one bullet in that gun. So <laughs> <laughs> Different guy. I know, but same fucking crap. <laughs> He planned to stage a citizen's arrest. They're all Southerners. <laughs> it's the same person. Doesn't matter. Aren't they all from the same show? They are from the same yeah, show. Okay. Yeah. But after a heated exchange with Callie, Camello says, I would have, I would love to hear that exchange. I'm here to arrest you on President hey, Trump's authority. Go fucking fuck yourself. <laughs> fucking shitbird. Get the fuck out of here, huh? Take your fucking cue and shove it right up your own ass. <laughs> he probably had no idea what Sky was even talking about. <laughs> Camelo says the alleged mob boss made a furtive action with his hand, which made Camelo afraid for his life. He then reached into his pickup truck, grabbed a gun, and fired at Cali. He made an action him. with his hand. What he did was he waved off. He said, go get your fucking shine box, is what he said to him. <laughs> I love <laughs> I don't shine shoes anymore. How have you heard? <laughs> I love it like... He's pulling the I was afraid for my life card, but then he had to go yeah. into his t- truck to get I, the gun. I was afraid for my life confronting a known mob boss. <laughs> yeah. I, I was afraid for my life because I crawled into the tiger cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hold on uh, a second. I'm going to go in my car and instead uh, of leave in my car. Uh, I mean, I don't like I'm to blame my the victim gun. here. <laughs> I do this. But in this, in this one here, if you would have got it, I would have kind of blamed you because you really did go after a guy. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like walking up and like flicking the ear of like fucking Conor McGregor. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That that's a good idea. Oh, I can't believe yeah. I, I only flicked his ear yeah. and he beat me and to it, death. He, he, he took my esophagus out of my body and took it on a world tour with him. Unbelievable. Uh, because of his self-perceived status in QAnon, Mr. Camello became certain that he was enjoying the protection of President Trump himself and that he had the president's full support, his lawyer wrote to court. Uh, the details contained in the filing are part of Camello's planned mental disease or defect defense. <laughs> How do you plead? Q. I plead defect. <laughs> this fucking thing I'm here does yeah, not work. Not working. News of Kelly's death ignited speculation about a possible restart of duels among New York's mafia families. The New York Daily News reported shortly after Kelly's death that investigators initially suspected an underling of Kelly or someone who had a beef with him. Wouldn't it be amazing if somebody found some crazy QAnon conspiracy, one of the other families, and then just started planting information about the other family just to <laughs> get one of them killed. You know Now's what I mean? Now's like, chance, boys. Like, like, well, fuck, they're going to go hold up a pizza place. We could get Callie, get Callie killed. Let's get Callie whacked. <laughs> you know, let's fucking, all we got to do is just plant some crazy shit in this QAnon thing. It's literally anonymous. No one will know it's me. It's like a feature, not a bug. Uh, right. <laughs> But neither theory turned out to be true, and what really happened, according to Camillo's lawyer, was even stranger. Camillo carried out his violent act as a way of fighting against the deep state to expose oh the entire conspiracy and ensure that every criminal is brought to justice. Jesus Christ. At a court hearing shortly after his arrest, Camillo held up his palms, which had ink scribbling of MAGA, uh, and the letter Q, possibly a Q and on. Possibly yeah. a Q. On his folder, he also had written Metallica on there. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> with the letters, with the long letters. The lightning letters, the, the lightning, lightning letters. Yeah, he did that. Oh my God, he had it on his fucking denim yeah. jacket yeah. and white out. <laughs> <laughs> denim jacket. 
Uh, oh, so good. Canamelo had a history of bizarre stunts, according to the filing. I love this, too. He attempted to arrest New York Mayor Bill de Blasio. No kidding. At his official residence, but was thwarted by the police. In another instance, Camello went to a federal district courthouse in Manhattan, believing that United States Representative Maxine Waters and Adam Schiff were there. His lawyer said he had planned to arrest and detain the two Democrats from California. He then went to a U.S. Marshal Service office nearby, but was unsuccessful in securing their assistance in his attempt to arrest <laughs> both representatives. Guys, I love it. Guys, writing. Guys, <laughs> I just want to. I know you guys are busy doing U.S. Marshal stuff. <laughs> But I just want to let you know, I need to arrest the two United States representatives. Do you have a few minutes? I don't know if you have a few minutes. Maybe you can get Tommy Lee Jones out here. He can come help me. You guys probably aren't part of the deep yeah. state, um, but I would like us to search every birdhouse, doghouse. <laughs> So uh, we are not going to thank our patrons this week. We are going to thank our patrons in a couple weeks. We had to record a couple of sessions in a row because I am going on vacation for a little while. Um, so, uh, so we had to record several sessions in a row. So we are not going to thank patrons this week, next week, or the following week. We are, however, going to thank them all when we come back. And we will have a live stream. We said we were going to do a live stream um, uh this month, but we are not going to be doing a live stream. We are going to be doing a live stream. So mark your calendars. I know this is, uh, this is coming out well before, but we're going to mention it every week for the next three weeks. So you remind yourself and put it on your calendar. We are going to be doing a live stream on the 25th of August. We're going to be doing a couple hours. We're going to be uh, trying to uh, drum up some patronage as well as doing a bunch of stories. And we're going to be having a lot of fun hanging out in Gloria Hole Studios. You're going to want to join us. You're going to want to take some time out of your Sunday that day to come join us and just chill with us. Some people are going to come in and they're going to want to make Gary the, Gary the Unicorn fart glitter by becoming patrons that mm -hmm. day. And we're going to have a great time. So come put it on your calendars right now, the 25th. We will not mention patrons for the next couple of weeks, but we promise we will do it in three four weeks i'm not sure exactly we will promise we will do it, we'll do it very eventually. soon very soon tom we talked about bulldogs and several people yeah sent messages i saw a thread on uh, on our fan page um veterinarians saying horrible horrible dog horrible yeah. dog it's they're just they're just broken yeah. from the outset yeah. and i and i did look it up 20 only 20 percent are born naturally that's 80% our cesarean section. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. I just couldn't believe it. When I, you said it, I was like, oh, really? They, yeah, but they're, they're, they're so fucking weird. Yeah, they're so yeah. head big and yeah. pelvis small. Yeah. Like, I, but there, but evidently, like there, there's a ton of health problems that that bulldogs have. Um, they're just a weird garbage yeah. animal. Yeah. <laughs> they're just a shitty garbage animal. Look at the face of them. Uh, we want we want to send a, a message out to Craig from Buttfuck, Ohio. He says he's been a listener for years, and he would send us a message. We want to say thank you, Craig, for listening in for all those years. We do really do appreciate it, Craig. So uh, Adam says, doesn't matter if it's uh, hebophilia, if hebophilia, or pedophilia, they're raping children. And yes, we did make sure to go out of our way to say that they're raping children. Um, I think we were just talking about, um, uh, when we were talking about that, 
One of the reasons why we even brought it up is because they constantly are talking about a pedophile network. Right. And the reason why we brought it up is to talk about uh, how that's not true in this particular case. Yes, he's raping children. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally nobody's agree. Suggesting otherwise. I totally agree. But I think that with a reason why we brought it up um, was because uh, he, uh, the Epstein in particular, um, it's not, he's not a pedophile. Right. And I think we're not splitting hairs there because we all agree they're children, but they are not babies. Right. And I think that that's the difference. And that, and that's the claim that the Q deep state conspiracy, which is is why I brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely, Adam. And I think Tom and I are 100% in your camp. It doesn't matter the moment, you know, if you, if, if you're fucking a 16 year old, and, you know, like that's illegal. That's illegal. Cause yep. there are some places in the country where it's not right. illegal. 16 is not illegal, but let's go to 15. I'm going to guess they're south of the Mason. If you're fucking line. a 15 year old, right. I, I'm pretty sure that's illegal everywhere. Unless you're 15. Unless you're 15. So Dave Thomas, friend of the show. Gosh, years. Dave Long Thomas time. has been li- listening. Time. Dave's been listening since the very, I mean, I want to say first several episodes maybe first 25 episodes dave sent a message yeah. in long time ago so dave's uh from the uk love the burgers and dave <laughs> Lo- is so good dave thomas always fresh never froze dave thomas i love your spicy chicken sandwich <laughs> um but uh but he sends in a message to say that boris uh, what was his name boris johnson yeah uh the guy who looks like uh he looks like that guy from uh from dumb and dumber it does look like Jeff but, Daniels. Uh, but anyway, uh, the guy, he's, he is, so a lot of people are confused on how this works. Um, I guess in the UK, they don't elect the prime minister. The prime minister is elected by the party. So they elect the party. Right. And then the ruling party gets to decide who the prime minister is. And so they have an internal election based on that, based on their party. And it's not internal in the sense there's a couple hundred thousand people that are part of this that get to vote several hundred thousand people. I'm not sure exactly how many thousands of people it's it insane. is, That's but massive. it's a lot of people, Yeah, but it's not the whole population. Okay. It's just that particular groups representatives or whatever gets to vote on this. And then they choose a new prime minister because Theresa may step down. So when people are uh, like weirded out by this Mm -hmm. Boris guy who's a Brexiter and a crazy, you know, crazy right wing guy, they're like, oh, my gosh, the world's turning right wing. It's like, well, no, they were already in power. And they're they're just choosing a new right wing person instead of Theresa May, who was right wing already. Selecting a nut from a group of nuts. Exactly. But it's not that the rest of of Britain decided that Boris Johnson was the new it's that their party decided right, that he I was. That. So some people though hadn't, some people were a little, I, I did see yeah. some social media stuff about, Oh my gosh, this is, you know, like, like some, some stuff that was freaking out about it, but it's, that's not how it works. So they, I they know there were that a, many of them. It works. A, they, it's a lot. That's it's, it's a lot, but they, but they did say it was like only 0.03% of the electorate or something. It's a tiny well, that's how amount. many show up to vote in America. It's a tiny anyway. amount. And I might be misunderstanding. I might be misremembering, but I thought it was in the hundreds of thousands. So we got a message from Shane and Shane just wanted us to know that there are people who don't like to fuck. There's asexuals out there. And, uh, and so I totally get that. I know that there's a bunch of ace people out there. I've, I actually know one. I know, uh, a lady who I've known for gosh, I've known her for maybe 15, 20 years. I don't know just one. I think I know two aces. Really? Yeah. So I know a couple of ladies who are aces. Huh. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I totally respect, you know, yeah, you, you don't want to diddle. Don't do yeah. it. You do you, you. you do you or don't do you. Yeah. Don't do you. Don't do any. You can yeah. not do any. You could tap out or not tap out. <laughs> Just fine. Yeah. But if it, here's the thing though. If you are an ace, you can still go to adamandeve.com and you could got like 
lube for your car, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy a present for a friend. Exactly. And they won't think it's threatening either because you're an ace, right? right? So you give them whatever you want. You can give them the biggest goddamn dildo in there. <laughs> you could give them the table-sized dildo. You could buy them the scariest, craziest, like most extreme sexual device, <laughs> and they would take it and have to smile like, at you. Oh, all right, well. <laughs> Time to read this. This is from Matt. He says, I was listening to BBC Global News podcast ep- episode, UK Leadership Handover from today, and that was on the 24th. At 11 minutes, they had a story about an El Salvador strict abortion laws where women have to prove in court that their stillbirth wasn't an abortion. Oh, my God. And it details the story of a woman who was jailed and missed 11 years of her now 14-year-old son's life. So We can't go down that road. So man. those people that are, you know, saying, you know, like you guys were blowing it out of proportion with, uh, with Alabama. Yeah, probably not. Maybe not. Maybe not. So... Uh, we got a message from Freya and Freya said, Hey, I was listening to this old episode where they're talking about Jeff Epstein <laughs> and you guys made fun of it. And I just say, you guys need to give an apology. So we, uh, truly and honestly, yes. we do need to give an apology to Liz, 10 fingers, eight fingers, Croken, who is, uh, Someone who I think is the one who gave us the, uh, the who did do the, you know, maybe it might've been, you know, it might've been Vandersteel who did it. It might've been oh, Vandersteel. Island? Might've been her who was talking about pedophile island. So here's the thing. Blanket apology to female right-wing pundits who mentioned pedophile island. <laughs> Making fun of that? Didn't yeah. know there was a pedophile I didn't, island. I didn't know about the, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. No. Um, because the Miami Herald isn't from Chicago. So I didn't know that that was a thing, but, uh, but now that it is national news, I absolutely 100% think that, you know, that was something I didn't know about. However, I will say that their distortion of it is ludicrous. So I will, I will still stand by the distortion of that is ludicrous, but absolutely there was a little St. Jeff Island that he, you know, had and still has, I think, um, so maybe he can go curl up in a fetal position down there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I also, there was a part of this email too. I wanted to address. I said, you, you said that your mom listened to it um, and wasn't happy because she said uh, they claim to be objective, but then they make lots of comments about people's appearances. That's not very objective. I have never claimed to be objective. Oh, yeah. I don't think we oh, said no. we're skeptical. Yeah. I don't think we've ever said we're no, objective. I'm not objective. Also, I think you're allowed to make fun of people when you're ugly. I think if you're <laughs> ugly yourself, you can make fun of other people that are ugly. It's like, you know, you being black and using the N-word. You're allowed to do there. those right. things. It's part of your it's rights. Part, it's part of your rights. Yeah. I've taken back that word. <laughs> I've taken back ugly. <laughs> you can't use the U word. <laughs> so, um, so uh the next, like we said, the next couple episodes are reco- are pre-recorded. So the next couple episodes will be pre-recorded. Um, but we think that they're very good. Um so you're going to want to uh, enjoy those. And like we say, set your calendars, check your calendars, put it all together. Make sure you put it on your, you know, open your phone now and go and be like all day event live stream, 25th of August. Um, we're going to be live streaming <laughs> for part of that. But you're going to want to be, you're going to want to be fun. You're going to want to get ready, get your guacamole ready ahead of time. It's like the big game. You know, you're going to want to do that. So, um, but that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed.
Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 